dismantlement of position. You know, I don't have much time. You know what? I'm going to talk long life. I'm going to speak long life. But you know what? I realize this is that long life don't mean that everybody enjoys the long life that you live. Someone told me recently, he said, this was she, this what they said to me. You arrogant. You spiritually arrogant. You spiritually inclusive. You don't want to accept the things of the world. There's something wrong with you. They told me that you're supposed to, if you love Jesus, this is what they told me. If you love Jesus, and you should be able to love everybody. Well, you know what? Jesus didn't love everybody. You know, this whole concept that God is love. Yes, he is love. But you know what? God don't love everybody. All right, I got to calm down. Lord, can I talk for you for a minute? I know that's arrogant to even say that, but can I speak for you for a minute, Lord? I know it's only 18 minutes. I'm an 18-minute preacher. I understand that. But you don't love everybody. If they knew you, they would understand that I hate my enemies. Lord, say, I hate my enemies. I hate those that set themselves up against my God. I hate those that set themselves up against my principles in life, my purpose. I come to redeem humanity, and everybody don't want me to redeem humanity. You know why? Because they want humanity be to be locked in a system. Let the wind blow. Let the trees have something to say about it. Let the wind be a symphony of understanding. Everybody don't love Christ. I had to come to that conclusion. Those that even say they're born again don't love Jesus like that. Am I unique? I shouldn't be. But I am. I am. I only got 16, less than 16 minutes, so let me get it out before I can go forward. Everybody that say they love Jesus, they don't love him like that. See, they love all the qualities about how, what he has to say about this, what he has to say about that. But if you put the metal to the road, the rubber to the pavement, when Jesus said, you know what? I hate those that hate my God. I hate those that hate my Lord. I hate those that are against my God. I hate those that are against my Lord. It says I hate them with perfect hatement. With perfect hatement. Is there such a word, hatement? I hate them that hate God, my Father. So I come in. I say, you know what? Somebody sat down. Oh, I had a party one day. It was in the backyard. I had the fire going. It was a nice atmosphere. Everything looked good. And they said to me, you know what? Jesus is the same as Buddha. Jesus is the same as Muhammad. I said, you know what? That's a lie from the pit of hell. See, I wasn't being, I was not being uh, socially, what they call it, socially uh, understanding. I didn't give them, I said, you know what? This is my house. If you think that Buddha is like Jesus and Jesus is like Muhammad and they all the same, then you need to get out of my house right now. And he's like, oh, no, don't say that to him. You being, you being religiously insensitive. You being religiously, you being, I was like, you know what? 
don't know what God. I don't know what you. You know what? I think they don't. They don't read their Bible. You know why Jesus was hated most? Let the wind speak. You know, Jesus was hated because I, he said, I'm the only way to the Father, to Father God, to my Father. See, that's the connection to my Father. You can go to the gods of this world. You can dabble and dip around. Because you know the gods of this world that you do a lot of things. Some people are more religious, so they go to the god of this. And it, it gives them structure. They go to the god of that. It gives them pleasure, see. But the reality is that Jesus said, I'm not of this world. So what are you looking for when you come to me? I say, Lord, I want to know the way to your father. Come on now. Come on now. Somebody over here. I saw somebody raise their hand. I said, Jesus said, do you want to know the way to my father? I hold up. I saw a hand come up and I did a high five with somebody over here. I want to know the way to Jesus' father. I'm so glad the persecution that I'm suffering. I'm so glad that the neglect that I'm suffering. I'm so glad that the, 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 the tribulation that I'm suffering. You know what? Because it pushes out of me more of a desire to know him more. So I, I, that's what Paul said. I rejoice. <laughs> I rejoice when you don't like my God. You know why? Because it gives me the opportunity to talk about him more. See? Gives me an opportunity to, to stake his claim a little more, see. I know I'm not this. I know I'm not perfect. But you know what somebody said to me is that you, you, you so, this is what they said to me. You so arrogant. You so narcissistic. You use, you use God and Jesus to, uh, against this. I said, I know I need to be more temperate, but no man's going to come in my house and tell me that Buddha is equal to Christ and stay comfortable. <laughs> That's a man. Nobody going to come in my stead and tell me that Muhammad is the same as Jesus and be in my house and be comfortable. It's okay, 11 minutes. Can you take 11 minutes? I'm on a mission. I believe that the Lord Jesus Christ is everything. He created the birds, the animals, the sea, the storms, everything. And Jesus says, I'm the only way to the Father. Is that not arrogant? Who says that? I'm the only way you can be saved. Isn't that arrogant? I'm the door. I'm the light. Isn't that arrogant? You know why Jesus, why Jesus is hated so much? Because he challenges this. He challenges your, the belief. Because see, in the world, in this system, you can come to God all kinds of ways. You can be a pedophile and find a God of pedophilia and come to the God of this world. 
You know, before Jesus Christ began to come into the heart and minds of people, children were sacrificed all the time. Children were burnt on the altar all the time. A woman wouldn't meant nothing all the time because the gods of this world, the gods of this universe sacrificed the children. The gods of this world sacrificed the mothers. The gods of this world had no regards for life. Bells, the Astros, the Molochs sacrificed children. And God said, that's enough. And he exhaled, he expelled the gods of this world. But see, when you begin to expel God, you're like, I don't want to deal with you no more, Jesus. I don't want the Ten Commandments on nothing. I don't want the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not fornicate. We don't want to hear that no more. You know what? Then you pick up the gods that are left. You, you pick up them sorry lesser gods that will appease your will, that will appease your understanding. Okay, let me slow down a little bit because I know, I know, I know, I know you can't take real preaching no more. Daughter, come out of that man. Come out of that system. Come out of that understanding that's been held, holding you in bondage. He lords over you, but he don't love your Jesus. He loves over you, but he don't love your God. He lords over you, and you think you need to appease him. You need to be sensitive to the process of your extraction. But sometimes God will like, I'm going to send you a deliverer. I'm going to send you somebody that loves me. I'm going to send you somebody that's got my best interests at heart. I'm going to send you somebody that understands my will and purpose. I went somewhere today, and I knew I needed to go there. Open the door, made myself. I dressed myself up. I got I got a nice little sweater. Got nice little pants. I got my Prada's on. I look this and look this and look that. But you know what? I say I come here to represent my God. I didn't come here to manipulate you. I didn't come here to bring you into my system. I didn't come here to drain from you. I'm representing my God. But you know, you gotta deal with the, yeah, you know, when, when, when the disciples, come on, when the disciples came out, when they went out, you know what they had to deal with? They had to deal with the status quo. See? You know, the status quo is like, you know, I've been making money on this woman that's been giving fortunes. I've been making money on this woman that's been telling the future. You know, she got the di divination spirit on her. I've been making money for that. And you coming in, you challenging that. You, you're messing with my bank. You know, this is all about messing with the bank. Because you know what? The gods of this world, all they got is bank. Because you like bank. You like luxury. You like pleasure. You like, you like this. You like that. So the gods of this world surmises that human beings will only follow luxury. They'll only be involved in things that give them pleasure. So they say, you know what? Let me provide pleasure for them by presenting them to a God that will give them pleasure. That's what Bill came into the church. That's why your preacher is giving you a systematic system, a systematic system, a system to try to get money from God. 
Well, if you give tithes, if you give this, if you give that, then God will bless you and God will multiply you. If you make me look good, if you make me look better, if you make me look better before the world, you make me look this and for the world. I know the prosperity speech preachers full of hell. Your prosperity is only in the money that you think you can receive from extracting it from the account of God. You a lie. All right, I need to calm down. You know, people people talk about me when I talk too too harsh. All right, I only got six and a half minutes. I'm the eighteen minute preacher. Remember the the the, the preacher of a tech talk. Remember. So now I got to push against the bricks. I said in my heart, say, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't feel like that. And these are people that are close to you. That's why I say you got to walk alone. You know, even in your own house, you got to learn to walk alone. Don't mean you need to make a declaration, but you got to stand upon something. You got to be like, no, I'm not doing that. We're not doing that. You know, time spent. Time understood. Let this go into the ethos. And God can say he put something on it. God can say he has something to say about it. God can say he wasn't ashamed. God can say he wasn't ashamed to stand up. God can say that this is a man after my own heart. You know what a man after God's own heart is? That's a man, a woman that's not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Not ashamed to be called a child of God, not in a religious relationship, but in the fact that this man is all and all. I love anybody that loves Jesus. Can I say that? I love anybody that loves Jesus. As I pull my pants up because they're falling down. I love anybody that loves Jesus. I don't like people that don't like Christ. I hate those that are against my Lord Jesus Christ. Am I wrong? I don't care what the Psalms say. I hate those that hate you. They set themselves up against you. I don't like them people. People of strange flesh, of strange clothing. See, you're dancing with people of strange clothing. See, you're out there at the club. You're out here with people of strange clothing. You're in church with people of strange clothing. You got, why your clothing don't look like those that's going out to meet the Lord? Why are you dressed up like those that ain't going to meet Christ? Why are you out those with people don't? Want to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And this this is being recorded outside because I'm cold and it's probably about 12 degrees. But why are you with people that don't love the Lord Jesus Christ? Those are people of strange clothing. I got less than three minutes. I don't have much time. Dipping out. Dipping out into those that love Jesus. If you love Jesus, raise your hands. If Jesus is the reason for the season of all seasons, whether it's Christmas or whatever it is, why well, he's the reason, then he's a season. Jesus is the season. You see what I'm saying? He's the seasoning of your life.
don't have much time. I got to blow my hands because it's cold out here. I don't have a coat because I was forced out here to make this recording under duress. Because I'm with somebody that don't love my Jesus like I do. <sighs> but I ain't mad though. I'm not mad though. I'm not mad because you know what? Out of out of out of persecution comes 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 victory. Out of despair comes the result of the Holy Spirit. Out of the, the unmercifulness of the world comes the deliverance of God. If there's not a platform for him to deliver you by, by he won't deliver you because there's no platform for him to deliver you. I present him all my platforms of dysfunction. I know I'm dysfunctional. Say you not. This is what they said to me. You you don't exhibit the, the, the qualities. Of, they think Jesus was just some guy that was just so loving and so caring. Jesus, you know what? This will happen one day. Jesus was sitting down. He's like, people was in the church. In the church. He just started making a core. He's just like wrapping some things together, making a whip. Making it, braiding it together. He's like, okay, you know. He didn't say nothing. They was doing a little exchange program. They was doing that. Then one day, then the moment when he finished making that whip, he got up. He started whooping ass. Was he sensitive to your needs? He started whooping ass. Said, this house should be called a house of prayer, but you made it a den of thieves. He wasn't sensitive to your needs. He wasn't sensitive to what you thought. He didn't give up. Man, you got to got you got to get to know the battle, Jesus. You got to you got to get to know the battle Christ. You don't know the battle Christ yet. That's your problem. 